Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live, where we explore the principles that allow us to thrive in change. And I'm talking about all manner of change, the changes that we want, the changes that we don't. And tonight we're going to lean into the best kind of change, the best kind of change, but it's still a change. And so I hope you're ready to lean in to good change, the kind of change that leads to a better tomorrow, uh, because we are talking about our guarantee that tomorrow will be better than today. And it is growth. It is growth. And our Thrive principle that we're going to lean into tonight is hashtag bring the honor. I could have gone with trust the process because growth is a process. But tonight I'm even more, I'm even more committed to, to how do I want to put this? I'm even more committed to the idea that as people of honor, as vessels of honor, as children of God, with the breath of God in us, it is our honor to grow. It is our honor to be a steward of the gifts and the talents and abilities and desires that he's put in us. And so bring the honor is our Thrive Principle tonight. Mary Bell Edwards, hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're able to join us live tonight. For those of you who have never been on a live Sunday Night Live, I encourage you to give StreamYard permission to use your Facebook profile and your picture so that you can make comments and we'll know who you are. And if you are listening to this on a replay, welcome. Thank you so much for leaning in. As many of you know, Sunday Night Live is issued as a podcast called the Thrive and Change Podcast, and you can find it on all of your podcast providers. Wherever you listen to yours, you can find Thrive and Change there, and I encourage you to do so. It is a great way to refresh yourself in what we've talked about or to catch up on things that you might have missed. So there's a, a big archive there, and I encourage you to go check it out and follow it. Absolutely follow it. And if you like to view things instead of just hear them, you know, there's a YouTube channel and you can follow that as well. It's Shannon LaBruyere, Thrive in Change, and it is on YouTube. Okay, now we give a sincere, absolutely heartfelt shout out to Thumb Roast Coffee. Thumb Roast Coffee is a proud sponsor of the, the Sunday Night Live broadcast, and we uh, just really, really value their belief in what we do here. And they want to give you as a Sunday Night Live viewer or listener 15% off of your website order of the world's most delicious coffee. And you can get that at thumbroastcoffee.com. Highly recommend. If you did not get any as a gift this year for Christmas, um, this is your note to start planting the seeds now so that people know where to go. <laughs> to buy you some delicious coffee for Christmas, uh, but it's not too late to pour some love for yourself. Show yourself some love, buy yourself some really delicious coffee, 
and have something to look forward every morning as you spend time with God or look out the window or read or do the crosswords or meditate, whatever you do, it's better with Thumb Roast Coffee, I promise. And all you have to do to get 15% off is to use the coupon code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E, at thumbroastcoffee.com. All right. Ah, oh, Laura's here and maybe Rachel. So hi, Laura and Rachel. So glad to see you. It's awesome to have you here and we're jumping in. Uh, so one last thing before we start our teaching today. First of all, you guys, I have a weird itch on my face. I don't know what's happening. Sorry about that. Um, all right. So before I get into tonight's teaching, I want to let you know, last week I talked a little bit about a word of the year for those of you who chose the word of the year. Uh, there's a mini coaching course that I made just for anybody who wants it. It's free. And I will drop the link to sign up for that in the comments. And basically what will happen is you will get once a week uh, and for the next four weeks an email or once a week for four weeks, an email that kind of walks you through some really powerful, but um, easy coaching steps for you to get the most out of your word of the year. So if you chose one, this is the thing for you. You want to get the most out of that word. This is going to help you strongly encourage you to do it. Uh, I did send out the link to my mailing list, but I will also pop it here in the comments so that if you're interested, just hit that button and you can sign up. All right, here we go. So, <clears throat> This is going to be the start of a series. It'll be a, a few a few weeks in a row here. I'm not sure if it'll be two or three, but we're going to explore growth. And this is why it's so important. My friend, my mentor, John Maxwell says this. He says, the only guarantee that tomorrow will be better than today is if we grow. If we grow. Here's the truth. And this is the, it's the sad truth for many people, but it's the truth, none the same. I mean, it's a, the truth all the same. Change happens to everybody, but growth is optional. I'm going to say that again. Change happens to all of us. You, me, we're, none of us are exempt. Change happens in our lives. The growth part is our choice. We choose growth is always intentional. I want you to think about unwanted change that has come your way. I can remember when I lost my position within the postal service. I had had it for many years and they dissolved my entire postal district. Uh, the executive that I reported to was moved to another state. Uh, I was assigned a, a job that did not suit me well. Uh, I was grateful. I was certainly grateful to have a job, so I, I'm not complaining. Uh, but that unwelcome change coming in and swooping me off my feet, and I was reeling. I was reeling. And my first response was to wallow. And that is so easy to do when change happens to us. It's easy to wallow. It's easy to blame. It's easy to keep looking back like, I want that, the thing I had before, I want it. I get it, I get it. Here's the thing, change happens to all of us. Unwanted change happens to all of us, but we have the option to choose to grow. 
That doesn't mean that we deny that it's painful. We don't have to deny that it's difficult. I'm not talking about putting our fingers in our ears and humming merrily and pretending nothing's wrong or that nothing's changed. What I'm saying is this, change happens, but growth is always optional. The easiest path is to blame others instead of focusing our, on our, focusing our energy on what we can do. Growth is always intentional. It requires effort. Growth does not happen when you're coasting downhill. That is not how growth happens. Growth happens as we choose to continually take the more difficult path. But as we do that, huge benefits happen. So years ago, we had a family friend and he was irresponsible. And he was irresponsible with his money. And he was married. He had a family. And his utilities got shut off. He had no electricity. And so he calls, can you help me? Can you lend me money to get these utilities turned back on? And my husband and I talk about it. Yes, yes, we can help you. And things seem to go along okay. And then about six months later, you know where this is going. We get another call. You know, our utilities got shut off again. And this started to become a pattern. And so my husband is all about growth. He, he, he doesn't want people to stay in, in circumstances that are going to cause them to continue to get their utilities shut off. And so he offers a, a very generous offer. He says, hey, how about um, we sit down, let's take a look at how you budget. Uh, because you, you've, you've taken some vacations, you've, you've, you know, spent some money in a lot of places. And so maybe if we just took a look, let's see if we can help you get an idea of how to better budget so that your utilities don't continue to be turned off. And this friend said, no, nah, I don't need that. And he went off and asked somebody else to borrow money to get his utilities turned back on. I'm here to tell you, growth is optional. Will people ever learn from their mistakes? You've seen that person like this family friend. You've seen the, the woman who keeps dating the wrong guy. Come on, your friend who you're like, can you not recognize that he's a bum? Do not go, no, you're over here, you know, light and flares. Please do not go out with that guy. And off they go. Will people ever learn from their mistakes? The simple answer is no. They will not unless they choose to do so. I worked with a, a, a manager that was very, very angry because he had received a low contributor on his performance review and he didn't get a raise. He was very angry about it. And he they called me in because he was so angry. It was causing a ruckus in his office. And so I'm talking with him and, and coaching. And asked him just a really powerful question. You know, well, what makes you think that you deserved to get a higher rating? He said, I'm here 60 hours, 65 hours a week. He said, I'm here morning and night. Nobody works harder than I work. And here I get a low contributor. It's just not fair. Yeah, but they're not compensating you for your suffering. They're compensating you for being effective. So what could you do differently so that you are more effective 
in reaching the goals that you're set out to have instead of just doing the same thing harder. Oh, he would have none of it. None of it. Did not want it at all. All right, then. If you don't want to change, if you don't want to grow, if you don't want to get better at what you do, then my advice to you is instead of working 65 hours a week and getting a low performance review, work 40 and get a low performance review. And at least you'll have 20 more hours in your work, you know, and for yourself, which wasn't great advice. I was being a little snarky. Mary says this, it is so fun to hear something from someone. Then again, you will share on the same thing. This AM, I heard about growth. Growth brings change. Mary, isn't that the truth that we, when when the time is right, we hear the message from more than one place. I wonder if any of you besides Mary have experienced that. Are you hearing about this idea of growth from other, other people who speak into your life? Um, Mary, I'm so glad. Uh, that's a That's a wonderful confirmation for me. It's good to know. All right. Another great quote that I love is this. Don't wish for your problems to be smaller. Wish for yourself to be bigger. When you look at your life and you see the challenges that are ahead of you, there are a couple of ways to look at them. You can look at them and say, man, I wish they'd go away. Or you can say, man, I'm going to get strong so I can take care of it. That choice to be strong, that choice to get better, that choice to grow is your guarantee that your tomorrow will be better than your today. The more you grow, the more capable you become, the more potential that you realize, the more of your capacity that you expand, the more opportunities come your way, the more you are able to be resilient in the face of negative change or unwanted change. It's incredible. So you are, my friend, in the right place. So why don't more people grow? Why don't more people grow? Well, one of the reasons is this. Growth requires us to surrender our security. As unhappy as we may be in our present circumstances, we are still more comfortable with what we know than with the idea of moving to something we don't. I learned this lesson in a really powerful way from one of my mentors when I was in between at the Postal Service. I, I worked at the Postal Service for 31 years and for a good many of those years I was in management. But before I got into leadership, I drove a forklift. I wore steel-toed boots. <laughs> I wore a hard hat. I unloaded trucks, lifted heavy sacks. Um, it was a really cool job and I enjoyed it, but I knew that my gifts and my talents uh, were not in lifting heavy things. They just weren't. And so I had the opportunity to take a temporary position in the front office. I was still considered a forklift driver, but I got to go and work with the managers up front and I got to act as <coughs> the executive secretary to the, to the plant manager. So I was learning a whole bunch of stuff. I really loved what I was doing. I liked finding out who was who. And any of you who have been an executive assistant know you find out everything. You know who everybody is. You know who's got power. You know who doesn't. You know what all the hot issues are. It was just a great job. I loved it. And the way it worked for me was that I was able to do that job for 89 days. 
And then on the 90th day, I was supposed to go back and work for a week driving the forklift. If I didn't do that, they were going to take away my forklift job. And I was not going to have an assignment. I would just have to do whatever they told me to do. And um, just between you and me, lifting heavy things with a forklift is far easier than lifting them with your arms and legs. Because we never lift with our back. <laughs> that is dangerous. <laughs> Valuable lesson I learned. So my 89 days comes and I'm talking to my mentor. And I said, well, I'm not going to see you for a while. He goes, well, why is that? I said, well, because I have to go out and I have to drive a forklift for a week so that they don't take away my forklift job and then I'll come back. He goes, whoa, 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 what? I said, well, you know how it works. I'm, I, I have to, if I want to keep my forklift job, I've got to go out there and every 89 days, I've got to spend a week driving a forklift. And he asked me the most powerful question. Shannon, do you want to be a forklift driver? for the rest of your career? And I said, no. He said, then quit going back to the forklift. My mind was blown. My mind was blown. I thought I wanted something more for me. I thought I wanted a different direction in my career. And yet I was still going to go back to that thing that made me comfortable. He said, every time you go back to do that, you tell them, all of the people here who are in charge of seeing you as a leader, as an expedited service specialist to work with Express Mail, maybe they see you as a public relations person. He said, all of the potential that they see in you, every time you go climb on that forklift, you remind them, oh, she's just a forklift driver. But it was comfortable. Yeah. Mary says, quit going back. Yeah. Every time we go back. And what do we tell ourselves then? That's who I am. But don't look back. You're not going that way. You're going to embrace growth. Abraham Maslow says this, we step forward into growth, backward into safety. Two choices. Anything that comes our way, we have the option. Are we going to step forward into growth or backward into safety? Here's the truth of it. The amount we grow is directly proportional to the amount of risk that we're willing to take and the level of discomfort that we are willing to embrace. Right? Ah, <laughs> yeah, Pam, every time you go back, you just remind them you're a forklift driver. Exactly right. Don't look back. You're not going that way. So the amount we grow is directly related to the amount of risk we're willing to take. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Risk is an illusion. Risk is an illusion. Might look risky, but here's the promise we have. As children of God, this is the promise that we have. I want you to follow this carefully. God tells us this. He says, if anybody will ask for wisdom and seek wisdom, God says, I will give it to them liberally. When you ask God to help you, he is going to pour his wisdom into you. He says he will. Ask for wisdom. I will give it liberally. We can trust that as children of God, our steps are ordered of God. 
And when we ask him for help, he will give it. And then the final thing is this. He says, Shannon, when you're weak, that's when I'm the strongest. If I'm weak, there's no risk. God's strong. If I feel like I can't make a good decision, all I have to do is ask him for help and he will provide it. There is no risk because we learn when we make mistakes. Notice I didn't say that everything goes perfectly when we take those risks. It doesn't always, but I will tell you this, every failure is an opportunity for us to embrace the lesson that is in it and grow. The unwelcome change of failure, when we embrace the lessons that it brings us and we don't repeat it, they are powerful, powerful lessons that we cannot gain any other way. So the last thing I want to talk about is this. Growth requires personal responsibility. Who owns your growth? I worked with people for years who said, I'll never go to a training if the post office doesn't pay for it. Really? So the post office is in charge of, of you? The post office is in charge of your skill set? The post office is in charge of how much you grow, how much you learn, what talents and gifts you develop? Are you living your life like you own it? Or are you living your life like someone else owns it? You have to own your growth because you are the one that knows your gifts, your talents, your abilities, your dreams, your desire, your purpose. You have to own your growth. It is a matter of stewardship. What am I going to do with these gifts and talents and dreams that I have? I'm going to grow so that I can become the person who can do the things that need to be done so that I can have the kind of world and the kind of life and the kind of impact I say I want to have. If you allow someone else to be responsible for your growth, your future, do not be shocked if it doesn't turn out the way you want because you are working somebody else's plan. You are either owning your growth or you are part of somebody else's plan. And bring the honor says, I'm a person of honor. I'm a vessel of honor. I have been imbued with power from on high. God has given me gifts, talents. He's given me power. He said he'll be with me. Being part of somebody else's agenda without choosing that path for ourselves is not stewardship not stewardship. <laughs> Carol says, hello, and I'm glad you're here. And Laura says, we're so glad that you didn't go back because it brought you to here. That is the truth, Laura. What I do now, Sunday Night Live, coaching, uh, teaching people how to use their gifts and talents, how to keep the promises they make to themselves, um, all of that is a direct result of me realizing, finally, I can't let anybody else be in charge of my future. I have to own it. And yes, it feels risky at times. Yes, it was risky at times, but truly not risky, not risky. As I've grown, I've learned, I've become wiser. I've become more impactful, more powerful. It's amazing. Growth is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
It's not always comfortable, but it's a beautiful thing. And so I am very glad I chose it. Carol says, you've taught us to grow daily. Your growth, you guys, doesn't happen. It doesn't happen um, once a year when you go to a conference. If that's how you're growing, um, that's the kind of growth that I don't want to say it hurts, um, but it's it sort of hurts. Like you, you stretch too much and then you crack or you can't contain it all. And so you, you lose it. Uh, growth is a continual process. Growth is a day by day by day thing. Choosing daily. I'm going to grow. I'm going to get better today. I'm going to learn from what happened yesterday. I'm really excited to lean into this topic of growth. We're going to talk about what a growth environment looks like. Are you in a growth environment? And if you aren't, what can you do about it? Um, what are some of the challenges that we have uh, to our growth? Uh, what are some, I just got all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be really fun. And I hope that you'll just be with me for the journey. And where are you growing? Drop it in the comments. Where have you grown in the last six months? Just a couple of words. Share it and get it out there. Own your growth. I've seen great growth in this area in my life. It's a beautiful thing. I would love to celebrate with you. I have grown in my, um, how do I want to put this? Uh, well, I, I actually took a look and we're going to talk about a growth environment. And I took a look at my life and I realized that I needed um, some specific mentors in my life. I, I needed some specific areas of my life that I feel like I've, I've exhausted myself. I can't get any farther if I don't have somebody who's ahead of me to help me. And we're going to talk about that when we explore a growth environment and what that looks like. But that's been my growth area. I've grown in my awareness that I need to invite I need to invite other people into my life, but I also need to find people that I trust that I can follow that are ahead of me on this path in what God's given me to do. So that's exciting. How about you? Where are you growing? What arena are you feeling that stretch and that discomfort, but also seeing the results of having stretched? I'd love to hear about it. And as we wrap up, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for leaning into Sunday Night Live. This is a place where you can grow and grow safely. This is a place where you can trust what I'm telling you is true. There are principles that have been proven. There are biblical principles. There are leadership principles that come from some of the highest level leaders in our world today, teachers like John Maxwell and Stephen Covey, it's it's incredible stuff that we're learning here. And it's my delight to share it with you. But it's even more delightful for me as I watch you grow and see how you use what you're doing. So Carol says, great growth and letting go of stuff in my home. Ooh, the stuff, right? Looking at boxes and seeing what I can give to people I know and then donate to places where they share with people that need it. Beautiful. Um, oh, Bree, Bree says, you just described part of who Mary is to me. Bree, you've got a friend who's ahead of you and helping you grow. I'm, I'm glad for you. It's beautiful. And I love the heart. Yes. And good job, Mary. Good job, Mary, for being that kind of friend. We can't give what we don't have. 
if you want to be a good friend, you have to grow so that you can continue to be a good friend and continue to give, right? And Mary, that's what you're doing. So well done. And, and Brianna, I'm glad you're here. All right, you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of what we do here. I ask you, invite you to share this with people you know, share it and tag somebody that you know that loves to grow or maybe needs to grow and doesn't know where to start. Uh, Sunday Night Live is a great place to start with that growth journey. And uh, like Laura said, she's, she's glad that uh, my growth journey brought me here. I'm glad my growth journey brought me here and I'm continuing to grow. And as I grow, I will share that with you and I will celebrate with you as you grow. It's exciting. All right. With that, my friends, mwah, I love you. I will see you next week. And don't forget, if you wanted to do the word of the year um, email coaching thing, uh, follow the, the link in the comments. I'm going to drop it in as soon as we're done with the broadcast. All right. I love you. Bye.